Hello, hello, and happy Thursday, as well as it's June 1st. I hope you are enjoying your warm weather so far. For the people who live in the colder regions, well, I hope you enjoy um, the sun showing, if you do have sun. <laughs> so, I'm your host, Jessica Trav. I didn't say that already. If you, if you are a first-time listener, <laughs> I have already had... Um, a very eventful late afternoon slash evening. I was going to make a podcast about how I was feeling earlier and how moms feel when it comes to feeling like a loner, which I guess we could talk about that real quick. So I went to the park with my boys and I was already kind of irritated because my five-year-old was pushing it. And the only reason I say he's five is because technically he will be five here in about a few weeks. And it'll be on the 24th when we throw his party. So I'm just, he's already my five-year-old technically to me. So anyway, he was just kind of pushing the limits. And of course, what kid does not push the limits with their mother? So yeah, I mean, we get irritated. We're human too. And I was really, really trying so hard to stay calm, even though my tone didn't sound that way. But, you know, I just kind of felt like... It was just kind of already going awry, especially with my 20-month-old who is teething, and he's very needy, which is fine. It's just that when I do give him that attention, and then he's done, and I try to get up and do something, he's at my legs pulling at me, and it's like, okay. You know, it's almost hard to take a deep breath at that point, because it feels like the space is getting so small around you at that point. So I just the park blow off some steam and play. Well... There was this mom having a conversation with another mom. And when the mom said openly, which, wow, she has a lot of guts, which isn't a bad thing. I'm saying, wow, I don't think I could have the guts to even say that out loud. Because I never have. I always felt like a burden. And she said this. She said, if I was invited to more things, I would do more with people. And let me tell you something, that hit home pretty hard because, and I felt for her because I'm the kind of mom that never gets invited to things. Even when people know that I'm not doing anything, nobody invites me to things. Or they say, yeah, let's hang out. And yet you see like, especially on social media, they're hanging out with other people um, or they couldn't hang out with you because they're going to go hang out somewhere else that they could invite you to. And you sit there and you're like, wow, that's like exactly how I feel. And it made me want to run over and give her a hug and say, hey, you can come join me in my little mother loners club because I feel the same way. I feel you. And at that same day, my one of my friends was like, she had to go to a social, which was like 11 to 1. And it's for early childhood development, which my kid was in that. And I never got invited to that stuff. And lo and behold, it's at the same park we're in talking about a a really big time low, like meaning, wow, I mean, that's awesome. So it was almost like a hit in the face, even though, yeah, it's not her fault, but it's like, I really wish I could be invited that kind of stuff with my kids. I have kids, one's in early childhood development and the other one's going to be because of the speech. How come no one invites me to this shit? I'm like, what the hell? It almost makes me feel so angry and very upset. So out of anger, and I think she did realize this, but she didn't say anything. Out of anger, I did say, oh, it must be nice. I probably should never said that, but at the same time, it just kind of slipped out. I wasn't trying to make her feel bad personally because it's not her fault. It's the fact that 
you would just think people would mention that to you, like especially the people who come to visit your kids at the house and say, hey, you know, we get together with these social things, would you like to join us? And it's like, oh yeah, sure, but no, I don't get told that. So yeah, I was feeling very angry and I was kind of depressed for us today. And I didn't talk to my husband, I didn't even text him because after he said hi to me while he was at work and I didn't say anything because I was so upset at the world. I was just, I just felt alone. A mom who's alone, who needs a break from her kids or at least needs a break while they go run around with other kids and make friends in that group or something. And I can talk to all the mom friends. But, and, that, and it kind of makes me feel alone. Like nobody wants me around, even though that's not the case. It's just how it makes you feel at that moment. And I was, you know, I was in, you know, I'm recognizing these feelings after this event happened with my kid, my oldest. So I will tell you about that. So just so you know, before I even split from that story, I just want you to know that there's nothing wrong with you, okay? There's nothing wrong with you. People don't invite you, that's great. Or if you don't get invited by, you know, people who probably should mention it to you that come to your house that are early childhood development people, well, that's on them, okay? I honestly owe my best friend an apology by saying, it must be nice, instead of saying, oh, that's really nice. I should have said that's really nice. But instead, my anger got the best of me, and I just kind of said in a flat tone, it must be nice. So I owe her an apology because it's not her, it's the, it's the whole situation that I'm mad at. So anyway, what kind of got me out of my funk, we were home and we just got done with baths. Okay, this is around six o'clock-ish, maybe 6.15. Well, my oldest is running around, my 20 month old is chasing after him. And of course he loves that. He gets them riled up and so they both chase each other. So my five-year-old is running away and he jumps on the side table and then jumps on the wall cabinet we have that's separating a living room and a dining room. So these cabinets are kind of built into that middle wall, that opening wall. So I don't know if you can picture it, but I'm not going to try to explain the mechanics of it because, or our architect of it because it's really hard for me to do that shit. So you've got to be here to know what I'm talking about. So I'll try to explain best I can. These are built in the wall cabinets and the glass is facing the couch where we sit and of course the table he climbed on to climb on that cabinet which has nothing on it and he sat there for a little bit he's laughing and i was like hey you need to get down we told you not to climb there and i was trying to get him to get down so when he got down i heard just thud and i didn't hear any glass break but he went like he started to cry like and he started limping towards his room and i'm like oh great we got a scrape we'll just have to put a band-aid on it and next thing i know guess what it's so deep it needs stitches luckily it didn't cut a tendon because he could still move his foot and toes but it was his achilles heel nonetheless I'm like, hmm, so what happened was he jumped down, and of course, as he jumped down, he kicked his one leg back, kind of like a horse kick, backwards, in through the glass, and that's what happened. Lo and behold, next thing I know, my I called my mom, because she lives here in town, my husband was working, I called him first though, and I said, hey, you need to get home now, because I gotta get our child to emergency room, and I know you're gonna have to help me, or you're gonna at least babysit our other kid so I can go there. And he goes, I can't, there's only two of us at the station. Meaning, if there's only two people, they can't, he can't leave. 
can't leave because the other two went on transfer to a hospital. And the other people who are supposed to be volunteering are at a union thing and drinking their fucking faces off. Luckily, his captain was so kind enough to call people until they found someone, the fourth call, to fill in for my husband when I was already at the ER with my son waiting. And that this time my son was fine. He was kind of playing with some toys they had there. And we get in. And he's already freaking out because there's a bed in the room and we tell him to sit on it. He's already freaking out. And the doctor comes in and says, can you lay on your stomach so I can look at it better? And he's freaking out. Just pretty much being a normal kid. At this point, I'm just like, oh my gosh. Because we're like, we all know around mostly this age. At least some are, well, some are better than others. But he's one of those kids where he freaks out. Because he wants to have control of his body. He doesn't want anything happening. And I understand that. It's just that I was trying to explain to him, if we don't get it better, it's going to get worse. And then you're going to hurt really, really bad. And I was trying to explain to him, very simple, like, so something he could understand. Well, we got him on his stomach to do the actual stitching. Well, or should I say the needle to numb it, which is the wor- one of the worst parts. And then after that, it's kosher, but for him, it was not. He screamed and cried, help me, and my heart broke in a thousand pieces. My husband and I are holding his upper body while the nurse and the doctor are holding his legs. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And finally, what took, what felt like it took forever, the stitches were finally in. He was able to calm down with a popsicle. We were waiting for our discharge papers. And let's just say I'm so thankful to have my mom because she came running in and she was like, is he okay? I was like, well, I mean, he's breathing, but he needs stitches. And so she helped me wrap him up, you know, with actual like gauze. So I like from the first aid kit instead of the towel I had that was actually right by me at the time. And I had to put pressure on it while waiting for her. I didn't want to move until she got there. And... So it's his first ER trip. Let me tell you, man, boys, man, they are so flippin' destructive. And they hurt themselves, like, more than girls do. Like, they break bones, they slit any part of their body that needs stitches. I swear to God, it is like my brother, who you, I know you guys don't know, by the way, but I gotta tell you, when my brother was his age up till, well, now... My brother would, he had to get several stitches in his body. Hell, he even cut his jugular at one point. Just from jumping down from an actual counter, the door got him, slit his jugular. And of course, he sits there and goes, hey, I'm bleeding. And he's so calm about it. But my brother's had so many dings, stitches, and I think a broken bone or two, I can't remember. It's unreal. Like, and then here's my kid that acts the same way like my brother used to act and he gets his first ER visit. And here's the deal. My mom always told me, has told me, wait till you have your first ER visit because he's a boy. And she's been saying this for years and it finally happens on June 1st of, and you know what? This is, this day will probably always be remembered. You know, it's like, ugh, can't believe it. He's not even five yet, and he already had to get stitches. We told him not to climb on that cabinet millions of times. And, of course, as a kid who doesn't want to listen, doesn't anyway. Well, I told him. I asked him. I said, well, 
you're not going to climb in that cabin anymore, are you? He goes, no. So that's where my motherhood is at right now. And of course, you know, I gave him Tommel. He's in bed with his brother. His brother, they have a bunk bed. So his brother's in there and they both got Tylenol because one's teething and they're going to sleep. So I just know he'll be achy and it's going to suck because as a five-year-old that runs and has lots of energy and, you know, likes to ding himself up like all other boys do, he's... You have to going to have to be patient for the next 10 days not to put pressure on it or run on it very much or get it dirty because the stitches have to stay. And the thing is, it's really hard to tell a little kid that age because all they want to do is run, jump and play and get dirty. And I can't even give them a bath for 10 days. I'll just have to buy like those Cottonelle wipes and wipe them down because when I mean when he plays and gets dirty, he stinks. Like, and especially when he sweats, like he stinks. But that's been my day. And him needing stitches was just the cherry on top. And it's, I could, you know, it was just, it's one of those things where my adrenaline rush was going so fast. Like, I wasn't panicking. I was calm, but inside. I'm pretty sure if you were to take my blood pressure at that point... As I was probably holding at least pressure on the wound. If you were to take my blood pressure, it'd probably be like 200 over like 120. I don't know. But I don't, I was very calm. This is the thing. Mothers need to stay calm. Because if you get riled up, your kid's going to get more riled up. And I know that's hard. Especially if you're not like, if you've never had any medical training. Because my husband and I both have had medical training. We kind of know what to do in the instance of staying calm or in a situation of shock and we just have to try to solve the problem or start thinking uh theoretically or or, I mean logically at that point and medically or hey what can we use right now in order for this to do this and go through a b and c through z um And I know, I get it. It's hard. It really is. Because that's your baby. Yeah. And that's what I was kind of thinking inside. I was kind of feeling like, this is my baby. He's yelling. He's crying for help because he doesn't want to get poked. He's feeling the needle. And I'm like, I can't. I was like, okay. And I was trying to talk in his ear. I'm like, just call. Mommy's here. Mommy's here. This is going to numb it. This is so you won't feel the stitches. I was just really trying so hard just to stay calm. It, even though it really hurt me to hear my kid scream like that, like he was being tortured, it's like, oh my god! Like I was, I felt like I was gonna start hyperventilating. But I was like, okay, I need to do this for my kid. And my husband would probably get a little embarrassed if I just fainted out of nowhere, and he'd be like, oh my god, are you serious? Now we got my wife fainting. What the hell? But of course, then as two medical people. You got us looking at his wound going, oh, that's kind of fucking ass cool. Oh my gosh, look how deep it is. But we tried not to do it so much because we didn't want our kid to think we didn't care. So we were like, yeah, look at it. That's actually kind of cool. And we were trying to point it out to him like, hey, look, look at that. Isn't that kind of cool looking? But, you know, then we had to stop because his face kind of turned a little upside down. We're like, oh, okay, yep. And, you know, and I was kind of cool because I got to see something up close like that with an Achilles heel Instead of just seeing it in class, like, on a video or whatever. So, sorry, I'm taking a drink of my wine. Yes, I'm having wine. Um, kind of waiting for this moment since 
they went to bed. Um, <laughs> I mean, you guys can judge me all you want by saying, oh, you shouldn't drink, alcohol make you stress out more, blah, blah, blah. Honestly, I really don't care at this point. So shove those words back down your throat and leave it there. Because honestly, to me, I, I feel more relaxed than I did earlier. So joke's on you. And I am having some chocolate truffles. And I really don't care at this point. I couldn't even eat my food earlier. I was so depressed about how I was feeling. And now I'm a little hungrier. I did do a long workout, Tabata workout, before even all this happened. And so my metabolism has just been going, 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 going. And my body reacting to just all the adrenaline at that point. So... I don't know. I feel proud that I was able to just, you know, not panic. And I was glad I could get my child calmed down at the same time. I was like, hey, look, look at mommy. I'm calm. And he goes, yeah. He starts sniffing and he kind of quit hyperventilating and he kind of started coming down more. And I said, can you hold this towel with pressure? Because you're strong. He goes, yeah, I'm strong. And he holds a towel because my mom was knocking on the door. And I was had to go open it real quick. We weren't, I wasn't even that far from the door. I was like maybe a couple steps, but so yeah, I was able, and he played with the toys while waiting. And I'm like, wow, you know. But then of course I knew he wasn't gonna be happy when the real shit started. So <sighs> luckily, <laughs> you know. He, did, he was a champ for his first time and not even, and not even going to be five yet. I mean, he, even though he cried, but what kid doesn't, I mean, what every other kid doesn't cry when you're being forced to need stitches and you don't have control over your body, like. I don't like using that word force, but we tech we had to hold him because he was gonna kick and scream. And I tell you, the last doctor visit we had when they had to look up his nose with that flashlight for a checkup. Oh my god. It was hell on earth almost because there was one doctor, me, and I was trying to hold him. I was like, she just wants to check up your nose. She just wants to look in there with the flashlight. She's not gonna like do anything. He was kicking, screaming, and we thought we had to call another nurse in because we got to the point where we almost couldn't hold him. And then finally, I got his head just right. She was able to look up there and say, yep, it looks good. And that was it. But he freaked out over a freaking flashlight up the nose. Like, what? It's not like she's pulling out your brain, man. <sighs> I just... It's just kind of been one of those days. And it sucks the first part made me feel like that the rest of the day until this happened. But like I said, I kind of, I came to terms by saying, you know, it's no one's fault, really. It's just how it makes the situation by itself, how it makes me feel. And then, of course, what that mom said, it was almost like, you know, oh my gosh, I'm not the only one feeling this way. But at the same time, I feel terrible. And I really wish I could have went up and hugged her and said, hey, I heard what you said, but I didn't. Because I don't want her to get mad that I was eavesdropping on purpose. Because I li literally, she said it that loud, I could hear her. But I was like, wow, I'm not the only one who feels like people are doing this to me. But at the same time, I get people can probably think 
overthink things like I used to and I kind of still do. I'm just like, okay. So, yeah, it's one of those things where, but still hurts because, yeah, I want to be a part of things. I do. I want to be a part of things. I wish people would ask me more or at least find out what I'm doing or in advance be like, hey, what's this this day and this day? Is your husband home? Can you go out by yourself? Do you want to bring your kids? It'd be really nice, but, you know, unfortunately the human race does not, uh, you know, it's, it just, you know, needs to be one of those things where maybe I should just be like, hey, um, what are you doing? Will this work for you? I mean, even, but part of me feels like I've done my part and they're just not doing their part. And of course that's the, the part of me that's just throwing a little temper tantrum like a five-year-old, like my son. Uh, they're in a little temper tantrum, you know, inside, but, you know, we get over it. We're human. You know, we can feel like, we can, we can have feelings. It's just that we need to look at it from a different perspective as well as, you know, hey, why do I feel this way? We need to be able to, um, what do you call it? <laughs> recognize it we need to recognize what's going on and I'm recognizing I'm self-recognizing I'm not to the point where I'm not recognizing it and I'm blowing up a storm but I'm at the point where I'm like okay I recognize why I felt that way I recognize how it made me feel and it sucks it made me feel this way but I can't change it I can't control it and I need to remember that I need to just I went through the wave and now I gotta I need to come off that wave I was riding and then get on a new fresh wave tomorrow's a new day I owe my best friend an apology for saying how I said it. Oh, it must be nice when I should have just said, oh, that's nice. But I didn't choose my words carefully because I was upset. And it wasn't her fault. It was just the whole situation. And, you know, yeah, it sucks to be the mom that doesn't get asked to do things a lot. But, you know, there isn't, I, there's no problem with me. I'm recognizing that I, I am not the problem. There is no problem with me. There's, there's nothing wrong with me. It's either them or they just have no idea. I don't know, but I just come to recognize it's fine. Everything's fine, you know? So, yeah, so that's it. So, <laughs> I know that was a lot to take in within one segment. Um, but... Things are going to happen and try to stay calm. If I had to give any advice, I would say try your hardest to stay perfectly. Well, I wouldn't say perfectly. Just stay as calm as you can. Especially if like something like that happens. Like it happened to my son. Just be like, hey, yeah, all right. Don't let them hyperventilate at least to the point where they pass out. Okay, because then you got, because then you got so you got a kid that's passing passed out and bleeding, and you're like, that's just gonna put more on your plate. So at least get them to the point where they're not hyperventilating, so they don't pass out. Because once your body loses most of that CO two slash oxygen because they're hyperventilating so fast, you're gonna pass out, <laughs> and it's gonna take your body a while to get that back. So, um, 
If I were you, just do what you can. Um, the whole thing with moms feeling alone, like I said, I recognize those feelings. And it's okay to feel that way. I just want you to know that it's okay if a situation upsets you. Ride the wave and then get off it. But also, you know, maybe find out where you can get the information to join a group like that. Because I might actually do that this time. I might be like, hey, you know, can I join? You know, is or am I allowed to? And just maybe, maybe this time I'll just ask. I didn't want to go up to the group today, like just plain as day, and be like, hey, what are you guys doing over here? Can I join you? No, because then that sounds completely fucking ass rude to me. Like I'm, may, I'm getting into something that I wasn't even invited to. So I'd rather be invited than weasel my way into something that it would probably irritate people that. I even sat down without asking. And to me, I mean, yeah, that would just be more, it would be more appropriate to at least get invited or ask about it and then be invited. I don't know. I, I was raised like that and I don't, you know, a lot of people sometimes do feel uncomfortable when you invite yourself. So that's why I try to just make it like, that's why I ask my questions like, well, would that be okay? And I kind of make sure, you know, I let them know that I'm interested, but only if they allow me to. So that way it gives them a comfortability of, oh, okay, yeah, at least she's asking. It makes them feel like I'm not bombarding. Um, that's the thing. So I hope everyone's doing okay for the first of June. And uh, I hope that everyone stays safe. But, you know, these boys are just going to do whatever, I guess. So... Of course, some girls, you never know. It's, I mean, I've only had stitches to get fixed after having my two boys. And, of course, in my jaw area, because I got my jaw fixed due to it, my chin was all the way to the side. So, and the popping was starting to go on. It's a whole other story. But I didn't, I've never had stitches really from a slit, a break, or, you know, like, meaning, like, from an injury. So, I've kind of gotten lucky. But now that I say that, something might happen. <laughs> Great. Um, so, yeah. Stay happy. Stay healthy. And hope to talk to you guys soon. Bye.